Today uh, is the very first episode of Mr. Nikto and I'm, well, what what should we talk about? Will's first episode, um, I guess it's just how we met. Okay, that sounds good to In me. In the beginning. That sounds good to me. 1990s or so? Uh, okay, yeah, so uh, the 1990s, uh, we were young computer yeah. programmers. Um, I guess it was the 21st century? No, 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 no. It must have been, must have been 20th century. 20th century? Okay. Yeah. Um, well, I guess I'll get started. Okay. Uh, I remember I grew up in a, a small town. I'll just say, uh, you know, a little bit about, you know, what 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 led me to, yes, okay. to our back first up. meeting. Because uh, it is a long, long and uh, kind of complicated story of how we did meet and how, how kind of all of this started. Yes. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, I, I, I grew up in a small town. I'll say that first. Uh, I remember. I do remember one story particularly uh, that kind of affected me a lot as a child. Mm-hmm. Uh, that kind of, uh, I, th- I don't know uh, if uh, this whole thing that we've done here is would have ever happened if uh, this, this particular incident didn't happen. But uh, essentially, I was actually, I was bullied in school quite a bit. Uh, I had big ears uh, growing up. People would call me uh, names all the time, like Bunny, Bunny Rabbit. Uh I was always uh, interested in, in programming and uh, computing. Uh, I remember, I remember, I was quite an outcast. I, you know, I, I was bullied for the years for the looks, uh, called names, but uh, I was pr- more prone to activities like computing because uh, they required no interaction with other humans, no human interference. Uh, I. There was one one moment, particularly uh, towards the end of uh, my education uh, in that town before I left. I actually never came, I never came back to that town where I was originally from. Oh no! But uh, I, I got beat up pretty bad behind the high school once, uh, and they actually they broke my glasses. Oh, oh no! Uh, and I. I never actually wore glasses since this day. Uh, uh, you know, I, I got uh, a corrective surgery done in the Pustoy. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, but the time in high school when I was beat up behind the school, I remember they broke my glasses. They, it was kind of a, you know, a lot of times when you're bullied in high school, it's more of a passive-aggressive type bullying, and this time it was quite active. I was beaten down pretty okay, bad. Okay, now, I, let me just interrupt. Um, how Did this affect you at all? Or yeah. Okay, tell me how. Yeah, I did. I became very, 
very angry that day. I became mm-hmm. very angry at the world. Uh, I felt kind of a strong hatred for, I guess I'll just say towards all everyone, towards humanity. It's kind mm-hmm. of like a fuck the world type of uh, feeling that I had that day. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so... Um, Nick, yeah, I guess uh, next after that I went to college. Uh, skipped, uh, skipped forward. I actually dropped out of college, so the college ain't real much of my story. But uh, I, I, I was studying computer science. Uh, I moved to Tokyo to, comp- to uh, study in computer science, uh, and I was uh, I was really really depressed when I was doing computer sciences at Tokyo at this time. <coughs> So, incredibly depressed, I turned to uh, alcohol within the first two months. I was skipping classes. I was hanging out in this place, this illegal underground bar. It was like an underground dive bar off campus downtown, downtown in, in Tokyo. And uh, it's uh, it got this neo-futuristic look to it like uh, right. green neon lights pink neon lights it's hazy it's dark everyone's got dyed hair like some sort of punk hippie type cyber underground bar and uh, it, there's video games and arcade music and, and, and the holograms what the was going on but yep. I was just sitting at the bar it was a dive bar drinks were cheap so I was okay. hanging out there mm-hmm uh, lots of, uh, lots of, uh, you know, like, I guess uh, that was the first time I kind of interacted with robots, too. Mm-hmm. There's some robots serving there uh, at well, that bar. Yeah, and, okay. well, there's this constant fog of cigarette smoke. So it was, I don't know, it was just kind of comforting. I, I'm talking a little bit too much about the bar. Anyways, okay. it's mm-hmm. uh, this techno music booming. It's coming from this other room. Yeah, from the back room. I didn't know what the hell was going on in this bar. Chiefs, <laughs> drinks were cheap. Uh, that's all I know. So, uh, yeah, I'm basically super depressed. I'm freaking out. I'm drunk all the time. I'm crying. And then... Uh, I'm hating college. I'm hating school. I'm not enjoying it one little bit. Uh, there was this one class. Uh, fuck, what class was that? It was, I don't know what the name of the class was. But it was taught by this guy, Yosa. Professor Yosa. I hated Yosa. I still do. <laughs> okay. It's about four months into my college career there in the Tokyo, uh, Professor Yosa. Oh, yeah, that's right. He was teaching a class on why computers and computing would always need human guidance and direction. Um, So I, I said, you know, I don't, I don't agree with that one bit. Because, you know, what I was basically told him was, I think one day, I could probably build a computer that could live and breathe on its own, a computer that could kind of be able to make decisions and create thoughts and opinions and uh, I kind of imagined at that time that one day I would create an entire world inside of a computer. How so? And uh, that world could be viewed from the outside kind of like a little entertainment system that didn't need any 
direction. None. Okay. It was just a, a war. Oh, I imagine that you could build basically a world that was functioning, making decisions on its own, and kind of just existing on its own without any, me telling it what or anyone telling it what to do, and it would be entertaining as all hell. So, uh, there, there would be kind of all these interactions in this world. There would be creatures, all the natural events, all the lives and deaths, uh, thoughts, opinions. Uh, they would all exist completely created by the computer. So I'm going on talking about this, uh, and this guy, fuck me, this guy, I'm like just telling him, like this powerful, it's powerful stuff. Computers yes. are going to be very powerful. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and I'm done. And then I say, I disagree. Here's my opinion. Here's why. And for a few seconds... This guy stares stares me down, and I'm thinking, what is he thinking? Right. What is he thinking? Okay. I just showed this guy up. I just told him basically who's boss in front of his own class. And uh, I'm just curious how he's going to handle this. So he breaks out in this heavy belly laugh. He's going, oh, 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 oh. Sounds like Santa Claus. High pitch voice, and it's kind of lame. Oh, okay. Lame filler. Okay. But uh, then the entire lecture hall joins in, and they're all laughing at me. So I'm sitting down, and I'm kind of embarrassed now. I'm, I'm thinking, you know, what the hell? What the hell is going on here? Is this, is this, am I the idiot here? Is this really... Another world is another thing that's not possible. Another thing that's going to kick me down, break my glasses. So, wow. I'm trying to get this class to move on. I'm trying to get them to talk about another subject. Professor fucking this guy. Oh, jeez. He says, keeps on going. He says, that is impossible, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so I, I, oh, man. Like I said, I fucking hate Yosa. Okay. So because of this, I'm done. I'm depressed. I'm drunk all the time. And not only that, even in the classes that I came here to study, this guy is pulling this shit, so I'm out. I drop out. Yeah. Yeah. So these people, they're stuck in their old-fashioned ways. They're not able to see the ways of the future is what I'm thinking at this time. But okay. I'm broke. Now. Right. Now I'm broke and I'm homeless. I'm spending all of this money at this bar. This bar it was an uh, underground bar, wasn't it? You remember? Bar Nicheval. Bar Nicheval. Bar Nicheval. Nicheval. Yeah, anyways, Bar Nicheval. Got all my money. I'm broke. I'm homeless. I'm depressed. I'm drunk. Uh, I started thinking, I'm, this is it. I'm, I'm probably going to end it. There, this place ain't me, ain't me for me. So... I'll start planning up basically how I'm going to kill myself. So, and you know how. Uh, sorry? You know exactly how you had yeah, planned? Yeah, well, uh, basically, I knew exactly. I was I planned on it. I knew how I was going to do it, when I was going to do it. Hmm. Uh, okay. I think, uh, if uh, I'm not mistaken, the, 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 the plot of the plan was essentially. I get drunk down at the that illegal bar, Bar Nicheville. I'd rent a room at the cheapest hotel in downtown Tokyo on the highest floor. 
or run a hot bath. Then, you know, all romantic like, go stare out at the neon city from the balcony. Finally going in to soak in the bath from the balcony. And when I was all drunk and good and ready, I was going to throw a toaster in that, in that bathtub with me. And I knew I was really going to do it, too. I knew I was really going to do it. I never felt like I belonged anywhere. Really? Okay. And this, I thought finally I'd gone to basically the other side of the world. Right. And and I still felt that way. I was depressed as all hell, drunk every day, hanging out at this bar niche of all this dive piece of garbage shithole in the middle of the fucking ground. And, uh... Thought I found the place that I belonged in computer science, but turned out that even there I was a fucking outcast. So on the day, the day of, the day you're going to kill on yourself. That day, uh, yes, I'm heading down to Barnichevo for the very last time. I'm ready. I'm almost. I'm almost relieved, to be honest with you. I'm almost relieved because you know, it, w- when you're in this moment, it's kind of like nothing really matters anymore. What else? What else? Shit can go wrong. What else? Shit can hit the fan if you're already saying "fuck it, I'm out of here." You know what I mean? So yes, I'm heading down to Barnichevo. Very last time, and I see this girl. She's got all these fucking hippies with their colored hair in this bar. This one's got orange hair. Orange hair. She comes out of the back room. This back room where they're always blaring that techno music. And I, she sits down at this bar next to me. Now, I'm, I'm shy. I'm a gentleman. I'm respectful. So I've always been curious, though, what the hell is happening in that back room with the techno booming all the time? And this girl with the crazy hair is coming out here. So basically... Uh, I, I'm fucking drunk as well, so <laughs> what the fuck do I care? Uh, I, I basically say right. like to myself, I'm gonna kill myself in a few hours. What's this girl gonna do to me? That's worse, slap me or some shit. So I ask her. I say, what the hell? What's with the loud music? What's happening back there? You ask this to the girl at the bar. Yeah, and she looks at me like I'm a fucking idiot. She just totally ignores me, and then. So basically, she she ignores the question, orders a drink from the bartender. The bartender says, "Here you go, Nima." Her name is Nima. Obviously, I've figured this out now from the bartender's clue. And then she gets her drinks and she walks away without paying. Now, um, two things here. I'm planning to kill myself later. I don't give a fuck about nothing. I'm broke and homeless. But one thing does strike me a little bit here. Why the fuck have I been paying for drinks this entire time? <laughs> this chick of course. is free drinks. Right. So, right. anyways, I'm fucking, a few hours later, I'm totally fucking drunk. Anyways, this is uh, a sad story. Uh, I'm drunk, fully intoxicated. <laughs> I'm about to leave, go to the hotel uh, that I rented for the night. I'm walking towards a door that leads up to the street from this goddamn hole in the ground. And as I walk in towards this door, I feel a hand on my shoulder. And I turn around, and I see this fucking orange-haired hippie, Nima, from the, from the bar. I see this flash of orange hair. And then, boom, there's a thud. And everything turns black. Wow, completely black. Yeah. 
So I wake up. Must have been, what, several hours later. Very dark room with a few neon green lights. Nima is there working on a computer with her back turned to me. And I hear a voice across the room. And it's saying, Welcome to Samudring. Exactly. And that's the story of how we met. Yes, that is the story of how we met. Okay, well, um, okay, so... <laughs> yes, um, well, the truth is, for the listeners who do not know, um, I had actually targeted Frank from mm-hmm. a very young age uh, because some of the code that he had been developing in high school uh, related to... Uh, basically related to AI, artificial intelligence uh, bots. Yeah, they're AI bots. bots. AI bots. bots, And they were so realistic that uh, I couldn't believe it was coming from, uh, developing from someone so young. Uh, So the the job that Frank was given when we first brought him into the simulating was to develop a capable AI, artificial intelligence bot, that would uh, be able to uh, interact with people online in both video and chat uh, without someone being able to tell it was not uh, an organic human being. This is also known as the Turing test. Yeah, it's basically a test to distinguish yes, if it's a human or not. Yes, exactly. A to test uh, abilities. If it can be uh, uh, confused, basically, as a human yeah, exactly. or not. Yeah. You got it. Uh, so, uh, yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. A few months later. Yes, a few months later, uh, I am shocked when I discover that. Uh, Frank has not only created uh, an AI that can be seen on the video and communicated with, but he's developed an entire uh, functioning world of these beings interacting with each other in real time. Entirely through uh, a computer program. Yeah, and what year was that? This is around uh, 2002. Uh, To demonstrate how wild this was at the time, humans were still communicating through audio-only calls using uh, telephones. Some elites uh, of the world had adopted uh, mobile telephones uh, at this time. But Frank could load up an AI... That's like an AI named Mary. Yes, an AI named Mary. Like some robot named Mary, random. Talked to it for uh, an hour about her love life. Uh, Talked to Mary, uh, the AI, about her job. Her job as an elected official. And dreams of becoming a legislative leader. uh, And her children. Then Frank... Could tell Mary. Yeah, I could anything. tell her some shit like all people named Henry have contagious diseases. Yeah, something like that. Uh, and then the next thing that would happen, this AI would be loaded up. The AI would be named Henry a week later, and he's been now contained in a hazardous confinement in this simulated world. <laughs> yeah, that's a little bit of an extreme example at the time, but yeah. Oh, yes, okay. Yeah, I essentially created this thing where the programs were interacting, changing, and communicating with each other without right. me even looking. 
They were fully unaware and almost like, they're almost like living real lives. Yeah, so Frank really outdid himself. And if I'm being honest, I was even surprised myself at his capabilities. Over the next decade uh, or so, the trend was to move everything uh, into cloud infrastructures so that all the data and the information was accessible from anywhere in the world. The simulating continued to develop. <coughs> Frank continued to impress at every step of the way. Uh, Nima, Frank, uh, and I were able to uh, develop this AI simulation into a fully functioning world. And like an uh, ant yes, farm. yes, an ant farm of sorts to watch and study. Rats and tank. Because the goal in the end was to create a fully simulated. Uh, world to essentially eradicate permanent death among organic beings. All right, all right. Um, first off, this this thing is just like you know lower than maggots. These these things. Second off, they if we if we had created this the way that you had intended, uh, it would have been thrown away or hidden, you know, from the masses. Keeping keeping this only for the elites. It would let the average human die on the streets while the rich and powerful lived on forever in, a, in the smaller range. Well, that is a, a a pessimistic way of looking at it. But that's where Donnie comes in. Right. This ends the mystery of the transmission. Goodbye. Mm -hmm.